So we're holding my Parakadzaya Pasuk Nun. However, I realized mistakenly that yesterday I stopped in the middle of the Pasuk. So I stopped in the middle of Pasuk Memtes. So let's go back and finish that Pasuk. Um, where we, Previously, we learned that uh, Gogolias was upset, was angered by David's threats, and so he charges towards David. So Pasuk Memtes, Vayishlach David es Yodi ala Keli. So David sticks his hand into his bag, into his sack. Vayikach Misham Evan. He pulls out a stone. Vayikal, and he slings it. And he hits Goliath in the forehead. This is where we stopped. So the pastor continues, The stone penetrates into his forehead. And he falls forward on his face towards the ground. Now, if the, if the stone hit Goliath in the forehead, why didn't he fall backwards? So Redak and the Malbim explain that Goliath lost his balance. The impact of the stone it didn't cause him to fall, but rather it caused him to lose his balance. And Mamela, he fell forward. Medrash HaKetoyv gives a couple of other reasons why Goliath fell forward. Uh, according to uh, one shot in the Medrash, that uh, it was an order that uh, Goliath's head should fall right between David's feet to save David the trouble of walking a distance to reach Goliath's head. We'll see it in a minute why. The second shot is that Hashem had decreed that since Goliath had blasphemed against the Kaddish Baruch Hu and spoken out, his mouth should be filled with dirt. So a Malach came and pushed him forward. That way, when his face hit the ground, the earth entered his mouth and was a kiyom of that of that decree. Um, the Musar Nevi'im adds another shot from the based on the Gemara Nksubis, the Gemara Nksubis Daf Kuf Gimel Amadeis tells us that if a person dies facing upward, it shows that during his life he dedicated his life to Rochnias, to, to, to uh, things that have to, having to do with Shemayim, and therefore it's a good sign, and conversely if somebody dies facing downwards, it shows it's a sign, it's a bad sign, that he uh, dedicated his life towards uh, towards Gashmias, and so therefore, for this reason, Golgias dies facing downwards. So David overpowers the Plishti with his slingshot and stone. And he hits the Plishti, he spites the Plishti, and kills him. The Cherav Embiad David, and the Pasuk repeats that there was no sword in David's hand, even without meaning, even without a sword. David was able to overpower Goliath. Now, there is a discussion amongst the Mepharshim, what is the Pasuk doing repeating here that David was able to use a, um, a slingshot and a stone? We already said, we, we, we covered this already in the previous Pasuk, that David pulled out a slingshot and slung it, slung, I'm sorry, pulled out a stone and slung it using the slingshot towards Goliath. So what's, what's the repetition over here? So the Kliyakar and, um, and the Mitzudas learn that the Pasuk is repeating it. It's not, it's not telling us anything new. It's repeating it in order to underscore the fact that David was able to overpower Goliath despite the fact that Goliath had uh, a, a, a tremendous advantage. He had better weaponry, better armor, but David, with just a mere slingshot and stone, was able to overpower Goliath. But it's repeating the exact same fact as before. Uh, the other Mepharshim learned that, no, this is telling us something that happened after the previous Pasuk. So, according to some Mepharshim, after the initial stone... Uh, was slung and hit Goliath and didn't kill him. So David continued to sling stones until he killed Goliath. And that's what this Pasuk is telling us here, that Bakelo Ba'evan, he continued to sling stones at Goliath until eventually The Radak learns that it's actually telling you that Bakela first he used the slingshot when Goliath was at a distance. But then, when, as Goliath came closer, when Goliath fell forward and came closer, Ba'evan, then he was able to throw stones just with his hands didn't even need to use the slingshot. And that's what the Pasuk is adding, an additional action by David. So Pasuk non Aleph, Vayaratz David, um, and the Radak learns that, um, that in this Pasuk where it says, Vayimiseyu, that he kills him here with the stones. 
So in the next Pasuk, which we'll see in a minute, when the Pasuk says, that David kills him, the Redak learns that that's talking about previously, that David had already killed him, when we'll see he decapitates him. But other Mepharshim are going to learn that when David decapitates Goliath, that's when he kills him. So Pasuk David, so David runs forward, he stands next to the plishti. So he grabs Goliath's sword and he draws it from the sheath. And he kills Goliath, either according to the Radak previously with the stones or according to the Malbim and other Mepharshim just now. He decapitates him. So he cuts off Goliath's head. What was the purpose of cutting off Goliath's head? So two, two, um, two shot him. The Ralbag says that David cut off Goliath's head to publicize amongst the Yidin Goliath's death, and basically it was a nace, so he wanted to uh, um, publicize the nace, so therefore he brought Goliath's head to show everyone this is the guy that was, uh, that was um, f- carrying on and ranting for 40 days, and here you see that he was taken down with a nace. Muslim Nevi'im says a little differently that it was Midah connected Midah, just as Goliath had used his power of speech, which was, which was a gift from Hashem given to man against Hashem, so Midah connected Midah, Goliath's own sword was used against Goliath. So what happens right after Goliath is is decapitated? So the Yira pushed him, the pushed him. See, Kimeiski Boyram, that their hero, their 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 um, their champion is killed by Yanusu, and they flood, they run away very quickly. So the Malbim is bothered. Didn't the Goliath stipulate that uh, that whoever wins the the duel, the other side would uh, become slaves, right? The, his side, the loser side, would become slaves to the to the to the winner of the champ of of the duel. So the Malbim says that, yeah, but the Jews had rejected it. Remember, Goliath initially called for a challenger and no one came forward. So then Goliath changed it and just asked for anyone to come forward and fight him, but without the conditions of the duel. And therefore, the Pushtim just ran for their lives. So, puzzling them, So the men of Klai Yisrael of Yehuda got up, and they shouted cries of victory. And they chased after the Pushtim, and they until they approached the valley, the Achari Ekron, and until the gates of Ekron, meaning all the way in the territory of the of 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 the Plishtim. By Yiplu Plishtim and the corpses of the Plishtim were strewn, Baderech Sharayim along the Sharayim road, Avad Gas, until Gas, Vyad Ekron, until Ekron, meaning there were piles, as David had threatened, there were piles and piles of corpses of Plishtim. Now why are the Plishti corpses referred to as Chalali Plishtim and not Chalalim, just corpses? Why are they called Plishti corpses? So the Kliyakar says it's to teach you that the corpses were even caused by Chalali Plishtim. I mean the Plishtim caused their own corpses. Why? In their confusion, they killed one another, which again is something that we saw had happened previously when they panic. When the Plishti panic, they turn on each other and they kill one another. So the Pasuk Nagimel Vayeshuv Bnei Yisrael Midloik Achriya Plishtim. When the Klai Yisrael returns from pursuing after the Plishtim, Vayeshayzus Machaneim, and they plunder their camp, they take back, they they take all the valuables and all the possessions for themselves.